Well, hello and welcome back, guys. As we spoke on my last episode, or as I said on my last episode, uh, excuse my broken English. Um, as I said on my last episode, I'm going to be talking about how was my transition. And usually I will be just talking, you know, out of my head, but I think that this is a very um difficult topic and not difficult because you know it's difficult for me to talk about it but it's difficult to keep all the uh, memories in line and like you know keep track of how everything happened so i wrote it down i made like a big letter um basically explaining you know or talking about how it started how it went um so i'm going to read you guys this letter you know and we'll talk about it once you know i'm done we'll talk about the key points and we'll talk about some you know specifics of the story so let's begin and this is the story of how i started my transition so let's talk about only fans guys as you all know, I have my OnlyFans page where I post videos behind the scenes of my upcoming shoots and much more. So make sure to check out my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash TSChessy. See you there. So, how was my transition? I remember when I was like seven or eight, when I used to try my aunt's wedding dress and play dress up with my sister. It was then that I knew I wanted to be a girl when I grow up. I mean, our parents keep telling us every time, when you grow up, you can be whatever you want. You just have to work hard for it. Well, I wanted to become a woman and I did. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I also knew that that was not okay. Well, it's not that it was not okay. Being gay and wanting to be a girl, it was frowned upon. So obviously I kept it a secret. A secret that made me feel broken. That made me feel like there was something wrong with me. That I was different than the rest of the people. And for some reason, I thought, I felt like I was the only one. Until obviously later in life, I realized that there's more people like me out there. Well, as I grew up, I never pretended to be someone I wasn't. What I mean is that I never pretended to be strong and manly boy. You know, I was very feminine. You could tell from far, far away that there was something different about me. And that got me in a lot of trouble. I got bullied in school, not just by students, but also by teachers. Let's say I didn't have the happiest childhood one would expect. But let's fast forward to when I turned 15. That's how old I was when I learned about what a transsexual was. I remember my dad invited one of his friends, well, one of his friends to the, our house. 
Her name was Fabiola. Right there, I remember I could tell there was something different about this woman. She was very beautiful, but I could tell there was something different. I couldn't quite put my finger what it was. I just knew I liked her. I wanted to be like her. Anyway, my dad and her go into the kitchen to drink some coffee. And they were talking openly about how her transition was. I remember my dad asking her, my goodness, you look so beautiful. How did you do that? How did you got this? How did you start it? And I acted like I wasn't paying attention. Obviously, I was. I was even taking mental notes. I remember listening to her story. Excuse me. <coughs> listening to her story of how she started. Excuse me again. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting over a cold. So that's why I sound the way I sound. Anyway. <coughs> I remember this woman talking and being proud and, you know, saying that she was a trans woman. I was like, what is that? You know? Anyway, my dad and her started talking about her surgeries and how she started taking hormones and how she started making money in order to achieve all those surgeries and look the way she does. That's how I found out about buying hormones. Now, Something that amazed me about finding out about hormones was that I found out that hormones make your breast grow and suppresses testosterone. And that's how she started, taking hormones to make her breast grow in order to have enough skin to be stretched in order to put implants. And once she got that done, then obviously she went for the nose job and, you know, face job. And, you know, that's a whole nother story. Anyway, so let's go back to me being 15. So me being 15, finding about all of that, my next thing to do was I need to save money to buy hormones. And I need to figure out where to buy hormones because hormones are not a medication that you can just go to Walgreens and be like, can I have a dosage of hormones, please? You actually have to have a medical, um, medical uh, prescription. Well, in Mexico, there is this um, prenatal, um, or no, no, it's not prenatal. It's um, anticonceptive. Basically, it's a shot that women take in order not to get pregnant, you know. So it's called perlutal. And usually, um, women will buy this injections at, you know, the little Mexican stores like carnicerias and stuff like that. That's where you will buy those um, shots. They were under the counter kind of medication. So since I was 15 years old, I started saving money from my allowance to buy hormones. No. Now you're going to say, how is a 15 year old teenager going to get hormones when it's only prescribed by a doctor? Well, then there, there was little Mexican stores that will sell this medicine from Mexico. And I remember buying these shots that it's called Perlutal. And my dad taught me how to inject him whenever he got sick. So I was injecting myself every time I got the shots. 
Oh God, I remember the when I actually bought my first dosage of shots, you know, I remember buying them and the lady asked me like, what do you need them for? And I was like, well, my aunt sent me to buy them. And she didn't make question me or anything. She was just like, it's $65. I'm like, here is the money. Gave me the medication. She put in a little paper, brown paper bag. And I started walking to my house. I remember I was so nervous and shaking because part of me was really excited about the journey that I was about to begin. But other part of me was very afraid of the consequences. But obviously, as we know, I didn't care too much for the consequences because here I am. <laughs> I remember when I got my first shot the following week, my chest got very sensitive. Oh, and my little boobs actually started growing. I was so excited. You could tell my boobs started to change because the nipples started to get very sensitive and started growing and growing. And you could feel like behind my nipple, there was like this new tissue forming. Um, it was the estrogen doing its magic. Anyway, I remember almost a year into the process, my dad finally caught up. He found out what I was doing. I remember my dad caught me right in the act. Oh my God, I was so scared. He literally walked inside the bathroom while I still had the needle in my arm. I remember he asked me what I was doing and obviously I lied. He didn't bought my lie. He just looked at me and then he slapped the shit out of me. He slapped me so hard. And then he said, tell me the truth or it's going to get worse. So I had no other option but to tell him the truth. I told him that I wanted to be a woman and that I've been giving myself shots of estrogen for the last 12 months. And he was furious. Now that we talk about it, he tells me that he wasn't furious about the fact that I was doing it behind his back or the fact that I was doing it in the first place. He was mad that I was doing it for all this time and he didn't find out. He, as he says now, he's like, what kind of a parent was I that I couldn't tell my son was changing in front of my eyes? Now we just laugh about it. Why I ask him sometimes, I'm like, do you remember how hard you slapped me? He goes like, yes, I do. My hand still hurts. <laughs> Motherfucker. He should have thought about that when he did it almost 20 years ago. Anyway, after that, things changed between my dad. I felt like I lost respect for him because out of all my family, include not, not including my mom, because I wasn't close to my mom when I was growing up, but mostly my dad. Sorry about that. Um, I disconnected the microphone for a little bit. Anyway, as I was saying, mostly my dad, because he was the parent that I had here in the United States with me. The fact that he didn't support me and instead of like hit me and make me feel like worst about, you know, what I've done, made me lose respect for him that things between us just changed. I ended up moving out of his house and moving in with a friend and we got a, um, job in the same restaurant bar as waitresses we moved into an apartment near 
the restaurant where we used to work, and I started saving money for my boobs and my full transition. I was already living as a woman 24-7. I remember going to work as a woman, you know, all my life since I moved out of my dad's house. I got rid of my boy pants, boy shirts, boy sweaters, everything that had to do with boy. And I started buying girls clothes, girls underwear, like doing my extensions, doing my nails, you know, buying makeup, finally living as a girl the way I wanted to live. And in the process, obviously saving money for my boobs. But between rent, groceries, just the basics and the little money that I was making, it wasn't enough. So a friend convinced me to become an escort. And by becoming an escort, gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of friends that helped me with my transition in a safe and proper way by actually going to the doctor and getting myself into a hormonal replacement um, treatment that is made of um, estrogen sh um, shots, um, estrogen pills, as well as testosterone blockers. Um, I hear there's like a lot of commotion going on with teenagers being able to get this medication. Um, I wish I had the chance back in my time to just go to Planned Parenthood or to a clinic and have those um, provided to me in a safe way rather than me having to get them in the black market and putting myself in danger. So if you're with someone that is not, you know, pro, you know, helping teenagers transition, think about this. When we really want to transition, we're going to do it, whether we do it the right way through the proper medical guidance, or we're going to do it under the table going through the black market and some people can take advantage of that and, um, you know, cause harm, you know? So just think about that. Um, but anyway, moving on with that, um, someone helped me, you know, to become, um, an escort and do my transition properly. So at the age of 19 is when I finally got my breast. I remember I traveled to California after being on hormones for four years, obviously I had enough skin and enough breast tissue to give myself a 36 double D breast size. On a side note, I'll be making a post about how did I got into escorting and details about it on my future episode. But in the meantime, let's go back to transitioning. So now I'm 19 years old and finally felt accomplished. But now I want more. I want to be as beautiful as the other girls. And of course, over time, I've been retouching my beauty here and there. With a nose job, with a forehead lift, you know, female face, face, <laughs> female facial Reconstruction, I think it is how it's supposed to be said. It's basically when you get surgeries to feminize your face. I got all that done. Uh, now I actually just feel happy about transitioning since the beginning. I wish I would have transitioned even sooner. But I feel accomplished so far. 
Now, let's talk about key points in this story, okay? Um, when I was very little, I started my transition without even realizing that I wanted to transition because I already saw myself as a woman, living as a woman. Uh, others just didn't notice it, you know? That's why I always spoke very feminine and walked very feminine, that was, I thought that was just me. That was just normal, you know? I wasn't worried about what someone else is going to think. I started thinking that once I grew up, once I started getting bullied in school. That's when I was like, okay, yeah, we can be as feminine. We got to play it out at least a little bit. And that made me feel horrible. Made me feel like I was pretending to be something I wasn't. Like, going to school wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts and acting like, you know, making my voice deeper and talking about how I want to, you know, date girls and play football with friends. Oh, I, I couldn't do that when I was in middle school. I could only, I only did it one year. The second year, I was as feminine as, I don't know, a lily, <laughs> you know, lily flower. I was so feminine. And although I got in a lot of trouble and I got bullied a lot, I was happy. I was happy because I was being who I am, period. And once I actually got to transition and have breasts and become more feminine as I wanted, oh my God, I, it didn't matter how many times I got slapped by my dad. It didn't matter how many times I was called a fact on the streets. I, it just, not, no, nothing of that mattered. It just Everything that mattered was how happy I felt when I got back home and I looked at myself in the mirror and little by little, this beautiful woman that lived inside me was blossoming and, you know, stepping out into the world. Now, every time I look at myself in the mirror, it's a blessing to me that other people get to see that woman that back in the day only I could see, but now all of you can see it. And bitch is so famous, she became a porn star. How did I become a porn star, you ask? Well, let's talk about how I became a porn star in my next episode, shall we? Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yes, let's talk about that. My next episode will be, how did I got into porn? See you guys on my next episode, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Please share this podcast, make sure to follow me on my YouTube channel, my Twitter, my Instagram. And if you guys don't know the links, just go to my official website, jessydubaiparty.com, where you guys can find all the links to all my official websites. Remember, if it's not posted on my official website, jessydubaiparty.com, that website is not mine. Please report it. Because those are people are stealing my content. Thank you for being a fan. Can't wait for you guys to hear me next episode. Bye-bye.